You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for on the go. Hey, you want to go to Hogfest? Hogfest? Yeah, Hogfest. Sure. Do you know where it's at? Hogtown. A Hogtown. <laughs> I don't remember where it was at, but apparently... Virginia. <laughs> somewhere in Virginia. Uh, well, we did a podcast a couple episodes ago on road trips, and we told you guys how we love going on road trips. Mm-hmm. I think we also kind of said how we don't really prepare. It, well, you know, that's the fun in it. That's our adventure. Yeah, we just go. The open road. And that t- this road trip, we as soon as I could get out of work, uh, which ended up pushing things a little bit later, and then we got on the road. Yep. Um. Which I know we didn't get out too early because I remember getting stuck in some pretty heavy traffic trying we to get did. out of D.C. into Virginia, all of that. But we just got on the road and we said, we're just going to drive as far as we can go. Until we get tired and have to pull over. But what we didn't see coming was... A hog fest. No. <laughs> <laughs> My migraine. Oh, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we didn't make it far at all. <laughs> we- I, yeah, I had to ruin the party and get a migraine in Virginia. So, you know, by this point, it was like nine o'clock at night. And we were, you know, trucking along. And then I get hit with this migraine. And for those of you who don't experience those, at least for me, they're terrible. They're extremely painful. I get very sick and I lose my vision. So... We decided it was time to pull over. And to try to get some food? Uh, Well, the goal was to just get a hotel for the night so I could fall asleep, feel better in the morning, and roll out of there. But what we didn't anticipate was that it was Hogfest. Apparently, it's a thing. And every hotel off of 95 was entirely booked. I Entirely booked. Ended up, before my vision went, I looked up hotels in the area. And just called a ton of them. <laughs> and every single person was like, sorry, we're booked. Sorry. Some we're people booked. laughed at us. Like, are we are this availability? <laughs> Funny. It's yep. it's Hogfest. Yep. Um, and because that but that's how we do our road trips, is we just get on the road and go, and then it's like, hey, well, unless there was some place we really planned on staying, it's like, we'll just find a place to stay. I mean, especially on ninety five, you kind of think there's always availability somewhere. And hope. yeah, you'd hope. Um, but even like the dive hotels and motels, you were thinking, okay, well, I guess we're just gonna have to get like a really junky hotel or something. And they were booked. Well, it, it was rough because we ended up having to literally get out of that town a good ways. Oh, yeah. Um, before we could find anything. But if you remember, the hotel we did end up at, even though it was misery to get there, yeah. I was literally in pain and misery. We woke up the next morning, and do you remember? I don't. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) We were at Skyline Drive. Oh, yeah. I do remember now. So it ended up being the most gorgeous detour. We Not that we had a plan in the the direction we were going, but yeah, we were right at Skyline Drive. I mean, it was like five minutes to the entrance. Yeah, the entrance was welcome to Skyline Drive or whatever. This is the hotel we were really at was the one that everybody would go and stay at if you're going to, you know, hit Skyline Drive. And it ended up being October. So like the most gorgeous time of year to see it. Yep. 
Um, well, I remember calling even, so we're, the hotels around us were booked solid. So it was like, all right, well, let's call the hotels like before we got to this area mm-hmm. in both directions, they were booked. Yeah. And it was like, you just have to get clearly away away from this town because Hogfest is when all of the bikes, the motorcycles come into town and it's this huge event. Thousands of people come. So the hotels were completely mm-hmm. booked. There was no room in the inn. Yep. For us. Nope. Not that I'm comparing us to Jesus, right? <laughs> Which is what it reminds me of because what happened with Jesus? There was no room. Mary yeah. and Joseph were looking for a place to stay. It wasn't hog fest, but it was the census. So everybody <laughs> was traveling yeah. and, uh, the, they went, I guess, to some inn and there was, there was no room. That's what the scriptures tell us. There was no room. And it reminds me of a sermon that your dad preached and it was a Christmas message. One of the best I've heard about his take on, on no room in the end right. and really relating that, uh, to how we can look at that story and we can go what how could you not find room for jesus <laughs> right. it's i mean maybe he didn't know who mary and joseph were but it's it, you just are shocked like how could you not find a room for jesus or even okay if you didn't know who jesus was you have this woman with child a pregnant right. person right. how can you not like have compassion to say oh she's obviously pregnant do soon she takes priority over other travelers here let's find a room for her right and maybe getting them the manger was you know prioritizing them it was, he didn't just turn them away or they were able to find something but it's still shocking to us so we look at it and we go there was no room for them but your dad said that uh we're the same way there's no room for jesus in our hearts mm-hmm and it was a good Christmas message because this Christmas comes around that time, you know, we're so busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, it's, it, it's one of the busiest times of the year and we get so consumed with everything else going on in life that, um, we don't have any room for maybe it may even be God for Christ in our lives. And even, you know, not during Christmas season, people are so busy. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, people can get so busy with life that, you know, we don't even focus on that we keep turning God away. We don't have time for him. We don't have a place for him in our our lives and what we're doing. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't work. Yeah, there's even times, you know, in people's lives where God gets your attention, but then you kind of think, I don't really have the time to, now's not the best time to surrender and Mm -hmm. follow Christ with my life. Um. You know, it reminds me, remember that movie, God's Not Dead, and the scene where uh, Dean Cain is like the successful businessman, mm-hmm. and he's got no time for God. He's making, you know, million-dollar deals and everything, and he's in his fancy suit. And he's there talking to his elderly mother, who is senile, mm-hmm. and so she's not even there mentally. Yeah. And then while he's sitting there, almost kind of making fun of her because he said, you served God your whole life, and look at you now. Yeah. You're, you're senile. And he even said, and look at me. I'm, you know, perfect and wealthy and healthy. And, and I, and he didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And then she 
turns around and all of a sudden comes into her right mind at a moment and says that it's like you're in a jail cell with the door wide open Mm -hmm. and it's nice and comfy in your jail cell that you don't even realize that you're, you're actually in a cell until one day it's too late and that jail cell door slams shut and you realize that, you know, it's too too late. Um, and that's what happens when we never make room for God in our lives. Um, just like the innkeeper didn't make room and just like we couldn't find a room eh, during Hawkfest. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me also of the scripture Galatians 2.20. Right? This is Paul. If you remember Paul, he did not believe and he was actually persecuting Christians. Then once he becomes a Christian, he suddenly has room for God in his life, and he's following after God courageously. And this is Paul's words. He says in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Those are the words of somebody who got it, who gets it, who has made not only made room in their life for Christ, but has opened up every room in their life to Christ and say, there's nothing hidden from him. I'm giving it all up. I'm giving it all up to to follow Christ. And he was one who previously had no room in his life for Christ. That's right. Denied him, turned him away. And, um, and that's where he's saying, I've been crucified. I've uh, right killing off all of the uh, the old rooms I had and making everything about Christ. So I think that um, that's the same that it really needs to be with us is to say that uh, I'm not only going to make room for Christ, but my life is Christ to where all of us would feel, I don't know where I would even be if it wasn't for Jesus. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I love the verse, um, Hosea ten twelve. It says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap steadfast love, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, that he may come and rain righteousness upon you. Yeah, and what's fallow mean? Fallow. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uncultivated. Uncultivated. <laughs> break up your uncultivated land. So uncultivated, right? Like in in terms of soil, that's soil that like hasn't been tilled up. It's 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 not mm-hmm. ready yet. It, there's no room for the seed just yet. And it's saying break it up, right? Yeah, it says you know sow yourselves righteousness and reap steadfast love. Break up the uncultivated land, um, so you can get to that point to do that to sow those, and then. It says, for it is time to seek the Lord that he may come and rain, R-A-I-N, righteousness upon you. So that is just a beautiful picture of sowing and reaping and God giving the increase with his righteousness. So now is the time. Now is the time. Maybe there is something in your life. Maybe you've been putting off God um, entirely and, and you're not even saved. You don't even know God. It's saying now is the time to break that up make room for Christ in your life. Or maybe it's something else in your life that you haven't fully surrendered to him. And it's saying, hey, now's the time to break up that uncultivated ground and let Christ in Mm -hmm. um, to all of you. Give him all 
leave nothing on the table. Absolutely. But the joy comes in the morning because it was pitch black. We didn't know where we were. We got the first hotel that we could actually get and then wake up in the morning. Where are we? What do you know it? We are at Skyline Drive. Gorgeous. 